Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. You are, you are worthy of it all, worthy of it all. You are, you are the king Welcome to the Playmate PDX podcast. We're going to talk about uh, worship as we're in our next season right now, season two. It's going to be so lit. We're six, so excited just to be able to talk about it. And tonight we're going to be actually talking through one of my songs that I wrote in a really awesome season of my life that was growing and stretching. And I'm just really excited to share that with you guys. So um, this is a bonus episode because Amber is just being awesome, so we're able to share this, so I'm excited to be able to share the songs with you, to share the process of it, as well as to share why I wrote it, because I think a lot of times we hear these songs and we just are like, okay, cool, what does this mean, what does this look like, what does that even, you know, I hear these things, but what does that mean in real life, so I get to flesh it out with you, and I'm super pumped. The song that I wrote is called Worthy of It All. It's really, really cool. Um, as I just think on it, it's a song that I wrote in a very hard time in my life. Um, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I have to like write this song because I had this amazing thing happen in my life. Um, it was actually in the in the darkest of seasons that I've I've walked through, and it was a it was a cry, a plea for help, um, for my not for like me physically but for my heart and my spirit um just in that space where you just feel like you have to remind yourself that god is so good <laughs> remind yourself that he's actually worthy of everything despite how you're feeling despite how things look despite how anything or anyone like treats you or whatever and i was reading through the gospels and it talked about how god came or Jesus, he came to this woman and they just said, hey, like, <laughs> cast your stones at this at this woman if you have no sin. And I was, I've heard that so many times, but in this season and this part of my life, I was like, man, like, I feel like, like, I've done so much bad stuff. And the fact that, you know, like, he still sees this woman in this, in this exact light is incredible. Um, it was a place where I was able to understand the heart of Jesus, the heart of the Father. And when I when I was singing this song in my desperation for my heart cry, like I saw 
the heart of God. So the the verse uh, starts off with saying, you see everyone the same, even the broken and lame, you are Jesus. And then the second verse is, you came as a babe in flesh to give us your righteousness. You are Jesus. And I those two things we hear all the time in this in the time I was writing this song in um, November, October, like hearing all about Christmas and all the different kinds of things. And I was just like, man, like just understanding that he sees people that are like broken. He doesn't see them as broken. He sees them as whole. He's like, hey, I see you in your wholeness. And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand what that meant because I was literally just being like, dang God, like I am, I am holy, not like in that way, but like actually like I felt like I was Swiss cheese. And when I, when I understood that and I was like, wow, like he actually sees me in this light. He sees me in this really amazing light that says, Stephen, you are whole. I was blown away because when you see yourself through the lens that like, God sees you, you actually see yourself in the correct lens for the first time. And a lot of times we don't think of it in that way. We don't think that, you know, how can we even see ourselves in that like kind of light and stuff like that. And it just was really insane just to see myself in that spot. And I, and I really didn't have that perspective because I was just focusing on the wrong thing and when I shifted my perspective I shifted my heart my outlook everything I started to see God and have him see me as he saw me as I am and you know this song came out of that and just to be able to say like hey he came as a human as a human being he came down he took on all of our junk and to give us all that he is, which is not junk. And that was amazing for me to encounter that because I felt like I was just carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And this song came out and the, the chorus is super simple. It's you are, you are worthy of it all. You are, you are the king of it all. And that's it. You know, and that's what my heart needed to be reminded of. And that's what my mind needed to be reminded of. Because a lot of times when you go through really hard things in life, you don't see yourself in that way. You see yourself in this really messed up, distorted lens. And you're like, yep, cool. Like, I actually believe that I am disfigured, distorted, broken, all these things. And I was believing that lie, which I was able to recognize as a lie, thank God, and was able to say, you are done, like get out lie, and I'm going to walk in truth. And the truth that I knew was the truth that was that God sees every single human the same way with the, the lens of love, the lens of pure joy and adoration as well as a place of just everyone is welcome and I think that's the place that I didn't feel welcome I was like nope like I, I walked through a really hard time and I just felt alone and I was like 
wow, like, I really believed this lie for so long. And, you know, it wasn't for, like, a very long time, but for me, it, for me, the eight to nine months that I was walking in this, it felt like eternity. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I am so alone. And when I actually sat down to play my guitar, this song came out, and the next verse I thought was just insane because I didn't even know what I was wanting to write about. And it came like this. So this is what it says. What kind of love is this? The world can't deliver it. You are Jesus. And in that moment, those words, they they meant everything because the love that I needed wouldn't ever come from the world that I was living in. And I had, and I was just like, well, shoot, I had prioritized. I had made things idols in my life. I had made all these things that I knew were not right. Like I made a focus of them. And within there, I started to lose sight of actual love. And, and when God said, Stephen, like, I see you the same. I love you in this amazing radical you know, unconditional way, I was just blown away. And, you know, understand that I've been growing up in the church, all this stuff, I've, I know who Jesus is, I know how he loves, I know these things, but when you're really going through it, you know, this song can sound like, oh, it's really, it's really peachy, it's really awesome, like it's so bright and amazing and all these things, but guys, like, don't be fooled. Like I was going through the ringer when this song came out and, you know, and I, and I can only say that it wasn't for, you know, in my mind, the song wasn't for me. Um, when I wrote it, it was for someone else. And the more I sing it, the more that I play it, I'm like, wow, it's actually for everyone, like me and everyone else. Like, and it's a song that I can say and rejoice in because I wanted to understand a deeper, greater piece of of God in a very hardship that I was going through. And the next um, line of that second verse is, our only response is praise. <laughs> so, oh, because you are the highest name. You are Jesus, and there's no one greater. And it goes back to the chorus. And yeah, my response after writing this song was sheer praise. Um, and even during the song, because I just didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know where I was putting all my roots and all my things that, like, I knew. I like, pretty much, like, put them into, like, a closet. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I know this, and I have this all figured out. But... Lo and behold, I don't, first of all. Second of all, I don't. And third, I don't. And, you know, and then with the bridge, it's a beautiful bridge that came out and it was just declaring who God is in all of his aspects. The love, the friend, the, the one that loves you as you are. And wants to see you actually grow and develop. And the one that actually like will see you through. Even though it feels like 
you're just going to be sitting in this sesh pool. He's like, no, I want to pull you out and I want to push you and grow you and plant you and get some freaking roots going. So the bridge says, what a perfect love I found in you. What a perfect friend. Your mercies are always new. What a perfect God who loves me as I am. You gave it all for me through it all, through it all. And then it goes back to the chorus. And guys, like, I, I share this song because it's a song of praise. It's a song of adoration. It's also a song of remembrance. I think a lot of times we can look at worship and be like, cool, like, I've heard all these kinds of songs with the, with the same chord progressions. You know, you're playing super simply. It's not a complicated thing, but when we actually put some context into it and understand that these songs were not written just because we want to write songs, this song is actually a heart cry. It puts a lot more texture into it because, you know, people write music all the time. And the why of this song, people don't know because it's a lot of the time it's it's all in the we all just put our own assumptions into it and we say oh yeah i get that like i i hear that i hear that this is a breakup i hear that this is a money song i hear that this is just a party song or this song is about jesus or about not jesus like whatever flavor it is you can kind of like put yourself into that picture but when we actually hear the the reasons why songs are written it causes us to think and to rethink and to understand that like songs have power and, and songs that are glorifying God and are speaking his truth. They're, they're not just words. Like these are actually like declarations of who God is. Um, and we get to like partner with heaven in that. And I think that's really powerful. And um, I think a lot of times we can, think of worship in the context of one specific thing, but the more that we actually let let it be what it's supposed to be, which is actually sitting in the presence of God and actually allowing Jesus to do what he says he's going to do because it's to encourage, empower, and to send out the saints as well as to bring glory to him. Like, then we should look at that in that kind of context because I think we are missing out on a lot of things that God has for us when we look at it in such a linear lens because God's not in a box. He never was meant to be in a box. And I think a lot of times we like to put him in a box because boxes are comfortable and they're like really easy and they can fit all of our Amazon packages into them. And they're fun but actually no like when you break the box open that's when the fun happens when we actually let the box explode be like nope like i want the things that are in the box i want the box to be broken and i want to allow the box to not be boxy anymore and that's what god is saying he's like hey take me out of this box you put me in when it comes to worship because i actually want to encounter you in this really amazing way i want to allow you to see me in my fullest potential and not to have you 
be given on this silver platter saying, oh, here you are. I'm all this perfect thing. Like, God's already perfect. Why would you need to present him in this perfect way? Like, he needs us to do that for him? No. Like, he doesn't even need us, guys. Like, he, he says that we, <laughs> like, he was made perfect for the imperfect. And when we look at it in that kind of lens, we actually can see that whatever we bring to him, whatever we produce, it's not going to be as anywhere near to him. And this song, like as I wrote it out and as I processed it and shared it and just was in this really amazing space, like it took, it took minutes to write it, but then it took hours to actually sing it because I couldn't really get through it. <laughs> um, for those of you who do know me, like I am someone that loves people and I love to sing and to share my heart. And when I have something that's so heavy on my heart and I, and I share it with someone or share it even to myself, like, and I'm like, wow, like this is a really profound statement in this season even though it sounds simple, like it's so it's so much more. And I think that's what that's what worship is. It's supposed to be simple, but we're supposed to be pressing into the more of it. And I think that's where people get they get bored of worship, which breaks my heart to even say those words, but it's something that we just need to do better. We need to actually like press in and realize what we're saying and listen to what God's saying as well. Because when we act and we respond and we and we actually just shut up and sit in this room and we sit in this space, we actually get to see so much more of Jesus and we get to see a lot more a lot less of ourselves. And that's what I want. I don't want to, Amber and I we don't want ourselves. We want completely to worship Jesus and to let it be him always. And, you know, as we go into our next um, episode next week about the posture of worship, it's going to be such a great thing about getting into that pocket of worship and how do we usher that and how do we actually, like, dive into that because we cannot try to get into the pocket of worship from a place outside of the pocket. <laughs> and I know that sounds redundant, but when we actually go into the pocket of praise and we say, hey, I want to have my whole heart, my whole being in this, and I need to actually cleanse myself, my heart, my attitude, and put on my actual true garment, of worship and praise, then, then you're able to actually encounter the spirit in a sweet way. And we're going to talk about how to get into that pocket. And we're going to talk about it from a book. Shout out to Jenny Donnelly for writing the, the still book about how to get in the pocket. Also, just how we've read books by Bob Goff about worship matters and different people that have helped us to curate this as well as ourselves, And as we've been both in the wor worship world for, 
for such a long time and we we have to understand that yeah it can get redundant if we allow it to but we want it to always be fresh so we have to fight for that freshness and that means we have to be actually living in the posture of praise and getting really comfortable in that pocket and actually like not getting like we should be like freaking out if we're not in that pocket and that's where amber and i are like wait we're outside the pocket what's going on we need to like get back in that pocket because something's not right so let's figure this out let's pray let's talk let's get this out because i want to get back in there as fast as possible because i don't want to go anywhere without being in the pocket and we can talk about that next week and i'm super stoked about that because it's an important place to be it truly is it's a very amazing place where you can actually acknowledge and enjoy the true heart of worship and like as we are going to be interviewing people starting in march we get to hear about this pocket and how people get to this pocket and i'm so excited but i don't want to rush there because i want people to actually understand that what poema is producing what we're doing is we're creating worshipers that live in the pocket and we get to give them the tools and give them all the stuff that they get to have tangibly but if they're not going to be in that pocket it's not going to matter. Yeah, that's a big statement, but they have to be in that posture of worship and praise, not just in it in the moment, but actually living in it daily. And that's where we're about here at Poyama. We want to have people living in the pocket and producing amazing work that goes out of the pocket because we can't be out of the pocket and creating amazing work out of the pocket we have to actually be in the pocket to get out of the pocket to impact others to get into the pocket so i'm going to share this song i did share all the lyrics of it but i'm going to end this little bonus episode with playing it and i hope you guys enjoy it and i hope that it actually comes through because i'm going to be recording it through my mic so i'm going to check that out before posting and fingers crossed prayers up and you guys are awesome thank you guys so much for listening or following on facebook or instagram or whatever you guys follow us please continue to be a part of it um we're just really excited for this is going and what's happening because we just are on a journey and we're excited for the journey and we're excited for what god's doing because that's what we want to do we want to be in the pocket and not moving out of the pocket in a rush mode, but actually like living daily in that pocket and figuring out, okay, this is where we need to go. This is what we need to do. All right, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to share this song. You are, you are worthy of it all. Worthy of it all You are, you are The King of it all King of it all 
me through it all It's you are, you are You're worthy of it all Worthy of it all It's you are, you are The king of it See everyone the same, even the broken and 